Hey, welcome in everybody to another edition of Future Brew, Michigan football recruiting podcast here on the Maize and Brew Podcast Network. I am Vaughn Lozon. Thank you for joining us this week. We've got some good news to get to, but we're going to start with the bad news. Uh, it's it's just myself again this week. John Simmons, hopefully we'll be back next week. Uh, full transparency, my schedule's just been crazy, so I, I have to record this uh, on the fly by myself uh, this week. Going to be in the Big Ten champ or a bit at the Big Ten championship game this weekend. Trying to get a whole lot of work done all at once. A little crazy, so we're going to do this solo tonight. Um, and I was planning to record this much earlier in the day on November 29th, but I'm kind of glad that I held off because we are going to start with the bad news of the podcast, and that is the decommitment from. 2023 four-star edge prospect Collins Achiampong. And this really came out of nowhere, guys. I was pretty stunned to see this development. He seemed pretty locked into the maize and blue ever since he committed back in July. Uh, but he ended up flipping to the Miami Hurricanes. Michigan being 12-0, and Miami is a god-awful program right now. The one thing that they got going for them, though, NIL. That's the one thing, the pay-for-play model specifically. Uh, Achimpong is 6'7". He's 254 from Rancho Santa Margarita, California. Uh, he's number 165 on the composite, number 9 athlete, and the number 11 player in the state of California. Really just unfortunate that this happened because he has a real, he has a ton of untapped potential. And I really thought that he was going to be a great scheme fit. Uh, at Michigan and be able to develop into a potentially high caliber prospect under the leadership of Mike Elson, the defensive line coach and Jesse Minter putting defensive linemen in good positions. Uh, Brain McGregor being a great example of that this past weekend against Ohio state made some really nice plays. Uh, Iabi Aoki or Oki, I should say Iabi Oki <laughs> making very nice plays. Uh, Along the defensive edge as Mike Morris, the go-to starter and the defensive lineman of the year in the Big Ten, uh, has been uh, banged up over the last couple weeks. But nonetheless, this is just uh, unfortunate news, and uh, Michigan's just going to have to continue on without him in this class. The good news, I guess, uh, if uh, there is any good news here, is that Michigan still has a couple... High caliber guys along the edge in this 2023 class. Eno Etta is Michigan's top ranked prospect, number 109 on the composite at six four and a half and two sixty from the state of Texas. Really high caliber guy. I don't know if his ceiling is as high as Achiampong's is, but I still find him to be a very very good prospect. I think he could be a really good college player. And then the other edge prospect being. An international recruit, Americ Kumba, a lot of untapped potential with him, too, at 6'4", 230. Uh, he is a prospect that uh, doesn't really have a whole lot of offers under his belt. But the one thing that Mike Elston does well is turn guys that may have not been the highest ranked guys and turning them into quality college players. He did it at Notre Dame. He's already doing it at the University of Michigan. And I really like where things are going as far as the defensive line recruiting moving forward. They're still in it for a lot of guys. 
in this 23 class, mainly on the interior. I, I think they'll probably be uh, in a position to get Jamel Howard uh, along the interior, Trey Pierce along the interior, to two guys that were committed to Wisconsin. They've both decommitted. Uh, but at this time, the edge position, it, it's going to be kind of tough to uh, regain some of that lead for some of the other guys that they had on the board, they haven't really been recruiting. I guess the one guy that I would hope would be an edge at the next level is a guy that wants to play on the offensive side, and that's five-star Nick Harbour. I think he wants to more so be a, a wide receiver, tight end, uh, just offensive weapon, just to save his body from the wear and tear so he can continue to run track and field and be a potential Olympic athlete because he has that speed. But I think at the end of the day, his his sky-high potential at the edge position, he can make so much money. He could be an incredible talent, not only in college, but in the NFL. NIL is going to set him up no matter where he goes, whether it's Michigan or otherwise. I think he is best fit for the edge position moving forward. I think he could be a good wide receiver or tight end for sure. He's got, he's athletic enough and he's a good enough football player for sure. But I think if Michigan is able to acquire a commitment from him, they may want to try and convince him to play defense. So that's kind of where that's at. I mean, I, I don't really have a whole lot else to dive into as far as Collins, Achi, and Pong decommitting and uh, flipping that commitment to the Miami Hurricanes. It's just unfortunate that some of these schools like Miami and a lot of the Southern schools and, and uh, you know, it's just unfortunate that they are getting away with this pay for play model when Michigan is trying to do it their way. And they're losing out on kids that may have a rough time as a human being not having the financial status that some of these other recruits do. Um, Collins, Achi, and Pong, it seems to me, falls into that category. So if if he got a really good NIL deal out of it, good for him. Uh, certainly wish him the best. And, uh, you know, wouldn't be shocked to see him uh, be a potential transfer portal uh, target for the Wolverines in the uh, not so distant future. So we'll, we'll keep an eye on that moving forward, but that's honestly guys, that's pretty much all I got for it. Um, You know, there's still a fringe top 20 overall class at this point. Um, It's not like uh, it's doomsday by any means. I would, uh, you know, keep, keep your head held high and uh, you know, you just got to move on and, and see what uh, what else may lie in store as far as the 2023 class goes, because uh, the early signing period's coming quick, and uh, you never know. They did very well at the end of the cycle last year, and uh, it's certainly a possibility this year. Let's get to uh, the good news here, because Michigan has been infiltrating the state of Ohio over the last week. They got four commitments in four days from four Ohio prospects, with one of them coming before the beatdown 
of Ryan Day and the Ohio State Buckeyes, three of them coming after that fact. Let's get to the one that happened on Black Friday, and that comes from 2023 three-star linebacker Breon Ishmael. He announced his decision on uh, last Friday, right at 12 o'clock p.m. is when he hit publish on his tweet. He is uh, six foot four, 220 pounds, so quite a big and uh, lengthy linebacker for the Wolverines to uh, mold that ball of clay. He was offered by Michigan back on o- October 21st. That was just a few days after taking an unofficial visit to Ann Arbor for the game against Penn State. Followed that up with another game day visit. This was for the Illinois game a couple weeks back. And he just liked what he saw. And he ended up uh, committing to Michigan not long after that second visit that he took. He had other offers from Cincinnati, Kentucky, Pitt, Louisville, Tennessee, uh, Iowa State, West Virginia, a few others in the mix as well. He is uh, not a highly ranked prospect by any means, uh, but if you know how Michigan has done with some of these lower-ranked defensive prospects, you'd probably be okay with it. He's number 864 on the composite, number 70 at the linebacker position, number 25 in the state of Ohio, being from the city of Cincinnati, Ohio. So, yeah, it's a good prospect right here with Breon Ishmael. Um, You can kind of take a guy like Ishmael if you think that he has the high upside uh, that, you know, he's not going to be like a junior Colson, guys. He's not going to be a a freshman All-American candidate, I don't believe. I don't think he has that kind of potential, but I do think that, you know, give it a few years and uh, he could be a capable will linebacker at the college level. So, again, solid take. I I don't hate this by any means, and uh, it kind of trickled down the Ohio takeover as far as uh, these (laughs) recruits that have just decided to commit from the state of Ohio to Michigan. Um, uh, The last thing I'll say here about Ishmael, he's the second linebacker to join Michigan's class, four-star Samaj Bridgman being the other one. So it kind of fits that need of uh, having a second linebacker. And we'll talk about another potential linebacker here in just a minute. Uh, But uh, a a solid addition nonetheless, nothing that uh, really pops off by any means. It's not like, uh, like I said, not like a junior Colson type prospect where you know he's going to come in and have an immediate impact, but Michigan's also not going to ask that out of Breon Ishmael. They don't need that out of him, and nor will they be asking that from him. Let's move on to the second guy from Ohio, and he committed to the Wolverines like in record time after the Ohio State game. He was at the Michigan-Ohio State game and he was actually a visitor for the Buckeyes, and he ended up committing to Michigan anyways. We are talking about 2023 three-star cornerback Cameron Calhoun, and I I really like this kid just for that fact, that he was visiting as a Buckeye recruit and ended up pledging his commitment to the Maize and Blue. He's from 
Winton Woods High School, also in Cincinnati, Ohio, much like Brianna Ishmael. Uh, Cameron Calhoun is six foot, 170, ranked 487 on the composite, the number 14 player from the state of Ohio, number 47 at the cornerback position. Uh, very interesting prospect. I think he is a great take. He was offered by Steve Klinkscale back on November 3rd. At that time, he was committed to the Cincinnati Bearcats. He had been committed there since June. And then on November 13th, uh, that was just a day after an official visit to Kentucky, he announced his decommitment from Cincinnati. He was also, before that commitment, uh, he was originally committed to West Virginia. That commitment did not last long, nor did his commitment to the Bearcats of Cincinnati. I can't imagine him committing anywhere else at this point other than Michigan. He took a game day visit for the Illinois game as well, along with Breon Ishmael. And Calhoun is a multi-sport athlete, along with football. He does track and field. He qualified for the Ohio Division I Regionals last spring in the 100-meter and 300-meter hurdles. Ran a time of 15.39 in that 100-meter and a 40.24 in the 300 meters. So he doesn't have blazing speed by any means, but he has the speed required to play the cornerback position. Uh, Again, I really, really like this take. Michigan desperately needed a defensive back in this 2023 class. He was the first one to commit to Michigan's 2023 class. So really good to get him in the mix and on board. I can't Imagine what the class would be like without him at the defensive back position because it's not really a guarantee that Michigan gets another one at this point. Jire Hill has very much been teeter teetering between Michigan and Illinois this entire cycle, and you don't know if he is going to go to Michigan or if he's going to stay within his home state and attend the University of Illinois. You just don't know. Uh, so really, really important get for Steve Klinkscale getting Cameron Calhoun to commit the day of the, the Michigan-Ohio State game very, very shortly after that game ended was, uh, again, record time. Let's take a moment here before we move on to our final two prospects. Let's let's talk about Manscaped. You, you know what Manscaped's deal is at this point if you've been listening to uh, Future Brew and our other podcasts here on the Maze and Brew Podcast Network, the best at men's below-the-waist grooming. Uh, look, guys, I, you know I've been blasting the Performance Package 4.0 at you guys for months now, and it's because it is a complete game-changer, and I'm not screwing around. The Lawnmower 4.0 Trimmer, it is waterproof. It has the patented skin-safe technology. You're not going to nick your nads with that. I promise you that. Uh, it has not happened to me and I, I hope it does not happen to you either. Weed Whacker Ear Nose Trimmer also comes in the Performance Package 4.0. So does the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, the Crop Cleanser Groin Wash, Crop Reviver Ball Spray, three pair of boxers, and a travel bag to carry all your goodies in. So join the 5 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped like myself for all their grooming needs, and use the promo code MNB20 
to get 20% off your order. Again, MNB20 at manscaped.com for 20% off your order, free worldwide shipping. Guys, let's talk about these final two prospects here uh, in the state of Ohio who have committed to Michigan over the last week. Uh, Look, this one may be the biggest of them all, in my opinion. I I think it is, actually. 2024 four-star offensive lineman Luke Hamilton committed to Michigan this past Sunday, making it three Ohio commits in three days for the Michigan Wolverines. This kid is a monster at 6'5", 290. He visited back in October for the Michigan State game and had glowing things to say about Michigan at that time. He pretty much just flat out said Michigan was his number one school, um, and he wasn't shy about saying that whatsoever. Uh, he's from Avon, Ohio, guys. He's 209 on the composite, number eight player in his class in the state of Ohio, and the number 11 offensive tackle. This kid is a mauler in the trenches. I envision him being a very good offensive lineman at the University of Michigan one day. So he had a ton of other good offers, Michigan State, Penn State, Kentucky, Tennessee, Nebraska, Maryland, Cincinnati, had a few others in there. Never picked up a an offer from the Ohio State Buckeyes. And uh, he, he kind of put them on blast a little bit uh, in an on-the-record interview with a local newspaper down in Ohio, pretty much saying that, of the Ohio State Buckeyes don't recruit him or any of the other Ohio uh, recruits as hard because he believes that they take those players for granted because they reside in the state of Ohio and that they think that they can acquire all the commits that they want from any Ohio recruit if they simply offer them. So... Pretty telling and very strong words from a kid from the state of Ohio, just committed to Michigan. He is going to be a fan favorite uh, even before he steps foot on campus. So really big commitment, guys. Uh, He is just one of three uh, prospects to join Michigan's 2024 class. Obviously, the big The other big fish in uh, the 2024 class for Michigan being Mason Curtis, the top 200 linebacker from Nashville, Tennessee, and Emmanuel Beigel, the uh, uh, defensive lineman who uh, is originally from Germany and uh, came to the States to play football in uh, Connecticut, as a lot of the international prospects do. So Michigan's 2024 class is ranked 17th overall with those three commits at this time. Really, really good start for the 24 class. And I would imagine that good news will be coming uh, later down the pike and uh, potentially soon uh, in that 24 class. I would imagine uh, you might see a certain quarterback commit, hopefully, at some point soon. But in the meantime, let's talk about this final prospect. This was the fourth player from the state of Ohio in as many days to commit to Michigan. 2023. Three-star athlete Jason Hewlett. Really interesting prospect here. Haven't really heard a whole lot about him until recently. 
He is from Youngstown, Ohio. That is the hometown of one Steve Klinkscale on the Michigan Wolverines coaching staff. Uh, Hewlett is ranked 667 overall, number 21 in the state of Ohio, number 53 athlete. Really, uh, really interesting as far as what it sounds like Michigan may do with him at the next level. He's going to play defense. He's going to be somewhat of a linebacker, edge, uh, hybrid. He could sneak his way into the defensive backfield. He is really a true athlete on defense moving forward. And uh, I think Alan Triu over at 24-7 had a pretty good uh, comparison, Malik Harrison of the Baltimore Ravens. And his scouting report uh, says that uh, Hewlett has the size and experience at multiple positions to project in a variety of ways in college. Uh, Most likely projection is a hybrid safety linebacker, but could grow into a full-time linebacker or edge. Uh, And that he also has the size and ball skills to potentially be a receiver on offense. I don't think he's going to play offense. I think he does have the potential to do that. Absolutely. But I think with what Michigan is going to be scheming up for him, he's going to be a really intriguing prospect on the defensive side of the ball. So he also visited for the Illinois game, and uh, he was also previously committed to the Cincinnati Bearcats, much like Calhoun. He decommitted from Cincinnati on Thanksgiving of all days, and uh, he had been committed to Cincinnati for more than a year. Really interesting that that's when he decided to do it, but when you know, you know. Um, So now... uh, Really interesting that with with these four guys from the state of Ohio who have committed to Michigan uh, in the last week, I like all these guys. I think Luke Hamilton is an absolute stud. Hewlett is a question mark as far as where he's going to eventually be on defense, but I think he's got a ton of potential. Uh, You just flip on that senior highlight reel and you kind of just – you see it. You, you see that he is waiting to become a star at the college level. I think he really could grow into a really nice player at the University of Michigan. Brian Ishmael, going back to the linebacker position, really intriguing prospect. I think he's got potential too. Maybe not as high as some of the other guys, but it's at a position of need. Michigan needed some linebackers in this class to pair up with Samaj Bridgman. So, I think you kind of need to take a guy like that, and uh, if you like him and offer him and it's a committable offer, you absolutely take that commitment any day of the week. And then Cam Calhoun, really nice prospect, needed a defensive back in the worst way in this 23 class. I think Steve Klinkscale got an absolute baller uh, towards the end of this 23 cycle with the early signing period coming up in less than a month. I I mean, you can't really ask for a whole lot more at that point. I mean, of course, you could get Jire Hill in the mix. That would be super nice. But again, like I said, you can't really bank on that happening. I think it it really is 50-50 at this point. I would lean 51-49 for Michigan, but I feel like this is one of those recruitments that it could change on the daily leading up to the early signing period. So I don't want to put too many eggs into those baskets or too much faith into that. Uh, until I really see it, that's when I'll believe it. So 
those are my thoughts. Um, let, let us know how uh, you feel about these guys uh, in the comment section if you're listening on mazebrew.com and uh, would really love to start a conversation with you guys. Thank you so much for listening. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Vaughn underscore Lozon. Follow Maze and Brew on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Just type in Maze and Brew. Something will pop up, I guarantee it. And uh, subscribe to our podcast, Maze and Brew Podcast Network. We're pumping out podcasts left and right, recruiting, brewcast, out of the blue. We've got just so much stuff going on uh, with the football season still continuing with uh, the Big Ten Championship and hopefully a spot in the college football playoff. We've got a lot of good stuff going on. And uh, we really appreciate you uh, having us be a part of your daily rotation, whether you read our articles, listen to the podcast, all the above. We uh, greatly appreciate everything you guys uh, help us be able to accomplish here at Mason Brew. And we really could not do this without you. So, again, thank you all so much for listening. And uh, thank you for everything. We really do appreciate it. We will be back next week. Hopefully, John Simmons will be alongside with me we can find the time to link up. I sure hope so. That would definitely be on me if not, but (laughs) until then have a good day, morning, evening, whatever day, time of day it is. And uh, go blue guys.